From the Pacific Northwest, also known as the Emerald City, and no, you won't find Toto here, broadcasting in the shadow of the 1962 World's Fair, the Space Needle. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be in the world's time zones. I am your host, Mario Magana. This is Northwest Phenomenon. Here's what's going on. Reports that the city has pushed the pause button on the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine. Quote, the safety and the well-being of our people who use our product is our number one priority. If you would like to read the rest of this statement or if you need info on where to get your COVID-19 vaccine, go to my website, onairmario.com for more information. Our guest is someone who's been a psychic medium for over 30 years. He is internationally recognized psychic. He's the son of renowned psychic and author, the late Sylvia Brown. It is my pleasure to welcome Chris Defane uh, to the show. Chris, welcome to Northwest Phenomenon. Thank you, Mario. I appreciate you having me here. It's nice. You know, I, I got to say, um, I, I know in your younger days, uh, and I was much younger then, uh, I, I had the op opportunity locally to watch uh, your mom do some work on uh, on Channel 4, Northwest Afternoon, uh, one of our hosts uh, who still does uh, the anchors, the afternoon show over at Como 1000, uh, Lisa Jaffe, her and I were just talking and she had said, you know, why don't you try to get Chris on the show? And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. So, uh, you know, I looked you up on the uh, social webs and spent some time looking at what you guys, uh, what you're doing. And I, I'm just, I was just watching some videos of you doing, I, I mean, you, you guys have a small little group over there, but you're, you know, you got, I mean, you got your psychic stuff going on. You're doing the stuff of, you know, the archiving of your mom's stuff, uh, Sylvia Brown, the late Sylvia Brown. <laughs> well, well, first of all, first of all, Mario, you were really bringing me back here with uh, Northwest Afternoon. That brings me back to the People Are Talking Days or Montel Williams, we used to call it Psychic Wednesdays right. and things along down that nature. My mom was really a, a pioneer. And, you know, she really honestly deserves all the credit. This was her breaking the ground for this. You know, my mom tried to get her first book published, Adventures of a Psychic, for about 45 years she was rejected. Finally, somebody took it on and it went to the New York Times bestseller list. And as soon as that happened, they said, hey, Sylvia, do you got any more books? She's all, do I? Now she has 67 out in print. And um, my whole goal was to help as many people I can along the way. And I promised my mother I'd do it. And, and, I, and I've been doing it. I've been doing this job since I was 15 and a half. And I, in fact, I was my mother's janitor and uh, I came into work one day and she's all, oh, Chris, you like those outfits? I said, yeah, I like the one on the left. And she said, try it on. So I did. And she said, well, uh, you got two clients today. I just about had an anxiety attack and fell back in myself. But with that being said, that was probably the best thing that I could ever have done because, you know, with those first two readings, the second reading, I, the woman I was reading for. I kept picking up on this pink elephant, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm losing it. I know my mom's plastered to the door to see if I can cut the mustard and do the job to begin with in the first place. And after the reading was over, I was sweating bullets, and I said, ma'am, I just have to be honest with you. This is my second reading I've ever done in my life, and please, can you tell me? I keep picking up on this pink elephant. She slapped her hand on her thigh. Her head, her head went back and said, I guess they have to call you Chris. You call me whatever you want to call me. If you tell me what this pink elephant means, she said, absolutely, and I will. We have to chalk the elephant pink every night before we have to go out and do our circus act. I sat back in my chair and I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> what about that? That gave me the courage and stability to be here 39 years later. You know, it, it's interesting because, you know, um, 
each week on our show, we have um, uh, Karisthi, uh the astrologer. She comes on and does a, a reading for the uh, for, does an overall reading for for the show and kind of gives some you know outlay of charts and whatnot. And you doing what you do? What? Marco, why aren't you having me on your show where people call in and I? They ask me questions, I answer them. We can do that. We. Have I will, you see my YouTube channel? Oh, of course. Yeah, you know. Well, uh, why yes. Why you have me on to do it with you? We 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 can do that. You know what? I wanted to introduce everyone to you so that we can that you know move forward and say you know what? Okay, in, in about three weeks we're gonna have Chris come back on. He's gonna we're gonna take calls. We're gonna take your call. Yeah. And, and let's you know, do let's do that. I'm all about that. Absolutely. And um, but like for example, let's say I was coming to you and say, you know what, Chris, um. I, I want to spend 60 minutes with you. What can you tell me about my life? Or when, when do people come to you, Chris, what do they ask you typically? Like, am I going to be rich? Like what are th- most people? Well, I mean, I mean, there's certain subjects. There's only so many subjects. Like for one, there's health, relationship, career, family, finances. Right. His- That's your first call right there. She's already, you know, we're already taking calls right now. Uh, that was um, that was Sophia calling in to tell me that, uh, hey, Dad, I'm uh, getting my braces put on right now. So, oh, mine went through that too. Mine yeah. are a little bit older now. So, yeah, basically, the bottom line is when you come in to see me, if, if, if you're in person, you sit down across the desk from me, or you have me on Zoom or Skype or just a phone, and we cover all those bases. We cover everything. I'm not a 900 number. It's not for entertainment purposes. I have to be accurate. My accuracy runs about 85%. And I do the same way that Sylvia's done. Sylvia had Francine as her spirit guide. I have Charlie as my spirit guide. We get part from that, part from the vibe we pick up from you, and part like a movie playing in front of you. Like, for an example, let's say you and I were going to the movies, Mario. Yeah. And I say to you, I'm going to go to the restroom. I'm going to get a popcorn and a, and a Coke, and I'll be back. So I come back 20 minutes later, you have to fill in that movie word for word verbatim, everything I missed. But at the time you're filling that in for me, you're paying attention to how the movie's playing and you're not missing beat for beat on both sides of that, which is hard to do. And then someone tells you to hold that thought for for 10 minutes. Hell no, I got it. You're getting it right now. Why? Because I'm not going to hold it. I'm going to forget something, place and for the, for this. I'm here to be accurate. I, I don't mean to talk over people. But when I get the information, it's got to come out right then and there. If you ever see me on my YouTube, I'm like, the question's so long. I've got the answer already. I want to say it, but I'm trying not to, you know, talk over somebody and be rude. Right. So, I mean, your mom's been gone for a while. I mean, I was so fascinated as a young teenager, just every time she was either on Northwest or then going on Montel's show, I just I just watched. I was just enthralled. You know, you just- know my mother was the best mother I could ever, ever dream for. I mean, and my very, very best friend. And and if someone were to call me a mommy's boy, I'd be very grateful to take that damn title. Yeah. And my mother passed, and I'm thinking, I, I can't, I'm, how am I going to get out of fetus position? How am I going to function? So my mom has a lot of books that she has written, and they're out, and she toured a lot, nine months out of a 12-month year. I just had to pretend my mom was on tour. But how my mother raised me is she raised me to always find a positive. Well, how the hell am I going to find something positive about my mother dying and my best friend? Okay, how is that going to be? So I'm in sitting in this chair because you say, Chris, you got to sit in that chair until you can find a positive with this. So out of, you know, I'm sitting in this chair. 
thinking this chair is going to grow arms around me because I'm throwing the biggest man adult fit you can ever imagine because my mom passed. I'm freaking out, crying, upset, right. breaking down, whatever you want to say. After about four hours, the congregation came up, started asking me questions. Staff comes up to me, started asking me questions. And then I finally did get my positive, which I never would have believed. And that is, I'm not afraid of anything. I'm really not. I'm still here. It's okay. Clients, family, things. And I still have my mother, believe it or not. If someone would have told me, you know, years ago, Chris, you're going to work with your mother for 34 years. You guys are two peas in the pod. You're her favorite. I know all those things. But when she dies, you're going to be actually closer to her than when she was here. I think, oh, wait a minute. Give me my money back. You're a fake fraud. I want out of here. But it's happened. I mean, I would never be able to trance before Mario. I can trance a drop of the hat. Why? Because my mother does it for me. People say, Chris, how do you do YouTube? How do you do Facebook? How are you going to do this? I'm not doing it alone. My mother's doing it with me. Yeah, she's right yeah, beside you lose, helping you out. We yeah. lose the, what's that? She's right there with you, uh, right beside yeah, you. we lose the yeah. physical, right. but, and I miss my mother. Don't get me wrong, her raspy voice, her sense of humor, I, I miss that. But I know where my mother is, and I'm comfortable where she's at, okay? Right. But I will right. tell you, in the beginning, it was almost two years, and my friends would be coming over, hey, I had a dream of your mother, hey, I had this. I was getting so pissed off. I'm her psychic son. I'm not getting nothing, okay? And I'm getting... Can you tell her to stop by, please? I got a lot of damn questions I like to ask her. <laughs> but what happens here is they're not allowed to disrupt your life. And emotionally, mentally, physically, you got to get okay because they can't come there until you're okay. That's a little harder to just say, snap my fingers and be okay. So now that I have my dreams, now that I have my visitations, now that I know that she's not more yelling distance from me, I, I mean, I'm not feeling alone. I mean, in this world of today, in all honesty, we're on this life plane, we're going to walk out of this life plane, we're going to walk into another dimension, and we're going to keep on going. It's just not that serious. When you say, um, when you found peace and calm, uh, and and then you started to have, once you reached that peace and calm, and were able to have that connection with your mom, do you feel now that, it sounds to me like you're like you and her are like, not that you weren't one, but now you guys are like, like the physical and the spirit just I tag just, team in you're, it. You're you're hundred percent correct, Mario. But help me with the words because I don't know what words to use because everything sounds short of as good as it is. Yeah. Okay. If anybody could have their mom around them, not in a physical body form, but knowing that their mom was around them, sheltered, loved, cared for, helped, assisted. In every way, I I can't think that's a bad thing. That's a good thing because I don't ever feel alone. It's an amazing feeling. And that's like I'm saying, heaven is not way up in the clouds. It's four feet up in another dimension, for God's sakes. I don't personally believe in hell. I really don't. But if there is it, then we're doing it here. (laughs) You don't believe me? Turn on the damn news. It'll tell you. Yeah. How's how's everything uh, been with you during the... During the pandemic, business slower, busier. Oh, you know, no business. I'm on the phone with you, Mario. Yeah. So my business hasn't been affected at all, yeah. realistically. Yeah. And my mother, of course, she passed, and I got a lot of her clients. So, I mean, I, I'm busy, but I love my job. I love what I do. I can't wait to do it. I love people. I love helping them. And over when my mom first started being a psychic, oh, I would just was hating on my mother. Why? 
I was in school, and the teacher would say, so what does your father do? And what, and I'm saying, please, God, teacher, don't ask me what my family does. Don't. Chris Dufresne, what does your mother do? Oh, here we go. My mother's a psychic. I'd be spit on, beat up, my hair pulled out when I had it, okay? But life goes full circle. I mean, in the time zone of my mother, I would see the woman sitting out there, people laughing, making jokes, fraud, this, that, and the other. And then more and more people were sitting on my mom's side. More and more people my mom was helping and very influential people she was helping. Then I started saying, I want to be like my mom. I want to do that job. I want to help people. Yeah. I'm going to help a lot of people when she was here. Saved a lot of lives. And my mom got offered, you know, a lot of money back in the day to become a 900 number. She ripped the contract up. Wouldn't do it. What, what do you expect? You go before God and sold out? You know, that's, you know, not good. So, she helped a lot of people. She just got to the point that she could do more on the other side, helping them now than what she could. She was here because uh, she she had a tough go. It's interesting because um, you know there's there there are many people that have tried to emulate your mom, uh, Sylvia Brown, in regards to um, maybe not having the accuracy or uh, just I watching the presentation of others who have tried to do the same thing as uh, what, uh, you know, Sylvia Brown had done. Uh, it, it, it didn't come off as genuine to me. It seemed very, very forced or very fake. And those. You know, Mario, you're right. Sorry to cut you off. Here's the thing. Every single solitary person in this world of today is psychic. It's just like an athlete. Some people, some athletes are faster than others. Some people are simply more psychic than others. I've never met a person in my life that you don't go somewhere and those little hairs on your neck stand up. Hey, go get the car. Why? Because I'm freaking out. This place is creepy and I want to get out of here. It's get the car. Okay. You don't need to know anymore. Or you meet somebody instantly and you hate them. Or you meet somebody instantly and you love them. Or you fly to a place in a state or a country. You step off the plane and say, I'm home. Well, that's all a psychic sense, for God's sakes. It's, we all have, which is not practicing it doesn't make it better. There's no such thing as tapping into it. When I was 15 and a half and I'd predict something, my client at the time would give me an arm wrestling match. But now that I'm 55, bald with a, with gray beard, they say, well, he's got seat time. He's got to know by now he's been there long enough. But realistically, <laughs> I know better than now than when I was 15 and a half. But society treats me easier on me because I'm at the age that I'm at I should know. It's a gift. Yeah. It's interesting because when people be- I see that are t- smart, Mario, some people I see that are terribly psychic, they say, I would have this job my life depend on. I went full circle. I didn't want the job. I wanted the job. I love the job. But Mario, when you help somebody find a child or find something or fix a health problem and just give a piece to the equation, the love and the care and the compassion that comes over is just overwhelming. I can't even tell you. Sometimes I'm tired, I'm worn out, and I just feel like I just can't move. I get on the YouTube channel, I look at the comments. We love you, Chris Dufresne. We love your mother, Sylvia. You guys rock. Heck, okay, I can do more of this, you know? Right. It gives you that, it gives you that boost. I love people. I love what I do. Otherwise, I'd do something else. When you were talking about helping others and getting that uh, that adrenaline, what, what would you tell someone like, let's say, you know, hey, I've had um, 
deja vu, as we all know. Um, you know, like you had a dream, you're like, man. But what's interesting about the deja vu, it doesn't like, maybe you're like, wow, maybe it takes a couple months and all of a sudden it's like, boom. You're like, whoa. I, anytime, I, anytime you have deja vu, you should kick your heels and jump for joy because what life is telling you is that that present point in time, you're on track with your life. You're right where you should be. If people get like a lot of one, 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 or two, 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 those kind of things, same thing. It's just like a deja vu. You're at the right place at the right time. Every time I get that, I write it down. Okay, Chris, 55 years of age, month this, day this, and I know up to that point in time, I'm where I should be. It's not winning the lottery and things like that. Come on, let's get things straight. Psychics cannot pick out numbers. If we could, we'd own the world. There's no psychic that owns the world to date because we can't do it. We can't tell anything about ourselves, And that's what people would say. Chris, your mother was one of the most famous psychics in the world, Sylvia Brown. Well, yeah, but she was my mom and I was her favorite. She couldn't tell me anything because she loves me. She's emotionally connected to me. She wants good to happen for me. All that gets screwed up in your own psyche. So that was allowing me to have a normal childhood. In other words, I could sneak out the window, go see my girlfriend. I only get caught coming back in if I was too loud and tripped over something. As you say that, listen, if you're, uh, don't, don't do anything that Chris is doing. If, if you're a young teenager listening to the show, uh, just, just don't jump out the window or go out the window no, at no, night. No, my window was on the ground floor. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it was only three feet high, so I wasn't doing much of a jump to begin with in the first place. But my point is, sometimes it's unbelievable that I can talk to people all around the world and be accurate with what we're talking about. And if it comes to myself, I get nothing. It's interesting when you talk about that because I know you probably get a lot of people asking, hey, I haven't heard from family members or, you know, sometimes even for myself. Uh, let me just put myself in that, you know, that situation to ask and say, you know, sometimes I'll have a, a dream about a past loved one. W when you have those dreams, what is that telling most of Here, them? Here's the thing. A lot of times they'll come as messages. They can come as signs. And if you don't know what you're looking for, it could be already going around and you're not even aware that it's happening. Yeah. And sometimes you may not be at an emotional good state. Like it took me a quite, I'm a psychic. It took me a long time to be calm, mentally, physically, emotionally. Okay. So my mother can come back around. Understand the thing that people, it's hard to grasp is if you take 90 years of our lifetime and we say, what is that equivalent in the time in heaven? About 48 hours. So let's take me as an example. I'm 55. Let's just pick a number. I'll make it till I'm 75. That's 20 more years. Not because my mother's psychic, Sylvia Brown, because we all have a blueprint and we have a chart. And for my mother, for that 20 years, my mom could take a nap for about an hour and a half and wake up and I would be there. My mom may want more than an hour and a half away from me, for goodness gracious sakes. My point is, the worst case scenario is we're going to be over there with them. Now, being that we have a blueprint and a chart means my mother can fast forward my life and watch me pass, rewind my life and watch me born, and she knows everything in between. Being that she knows everything, she's not going to walk around, oh, Chris is going to the bathroom again, Chris is shaving his head, Chris is doing a reading. No, they got things they got to do over there. But for someone like that, they poke their head in, oh, they're doing fine. I'll come back and get Chris a few hours on their time, which is many years on our time. They don't have the ability to miss us. Remember, this is our boot camp. This is where we learn. People say, well, how long do I have to keep learning? You learn until it's your time to go back home. That's what this world is all about.
we're here to experience. You can't cut your finger in heaven and say, hey, I'm bleeding, somebody give me a Band-Aid. We have to come here to do those things. This allows us to evolve. That's why I believe we all have that survival mechanism in us. Because I'm telling you right now, Mario, if we all knew what heaven was like, how many of us do you think would really stay here? I don't think, I, I think we'd be gone. Not many. Yeah. So we have to have this place. We have to learn. So we come here, we do the best we can. We take it back with us. As uh, we get close to the bottom of the hour here uh, on the show, when we come back, I got to ask you, I know you were talking about this earlier about helping others find uh, lost, uh, you know, lost family members in regards to cases and things like that. I'd love to talk about that uh, when we come back from the break. It is Northwest Phenomenon. We are talking with Chris Defane. Uh, his mother is uh, Sylvia Brown, the late, great Sylvia Brown, the psychic. If you've ever seen any of her work, uh, Chris is keeping the memory alive. And man, there's so much that you guys are doing with your stuff. We'd love to talk about uh, what you're doing uh, coming up after the break. We'll be back. It is Northwest Phenomenon. Become a Northwest Phenoms. Go to onairmario.com. Click Members tab to subscribe. Follow Mario's Twitter at onairmario. Become a Northwest Phenom. Go to my website, onairmario.com. Click on the Members tab and some and sign up remember it's free to join you get exclusive content like quentin anton's weather reports plus you can win prizes from local businesses from your area all you need to do is call our northwest phenom hotline 775-990-5151 that's 775-990-5151 and if you ask why 775, well, we wanted to have some meaning behind the Northwest Phenom hotline. So we tried to get uh, 206, and then it was became, we had to get to use the new area code, 564. And I wasn't really feeling it because it was pretty tricky. So I thought, why not name the phone number in honor of the godfather of Conspiracy Radio, Art Bell, but... We weren't able to get Art or Bell or any of the combinations of Art or Bell in the prefix. So what we did was we used Pahrump, Nevada, where he lived and did his show. So we went with 775. Then we got 990, which seems to be pretty easy. Then we got the last prefix after Area 5151. So that's how the Northwest Phenom hotline came to be so in honor of a b the godfather of conspiracy radio we came up with the northwest phenom hotline at 99775-990-5151 that's the number you're gonna need if you would like to be a part we look forward to having you on and thank you for being a part of the show up next we check in with our correspondent jay middleton who's going to give us our weekly report on an average fall day, Susan was just shopping at her local Trader Joe's for groceries. While she was searching for her items, she noticed a middle-aged woman staring at her from across the way. She was wearing a pantsuit and opened her mouth so wide it was a perfect oval. And then she started to distort her mouth while not blinking one single time. 
It was something straight out of a horror movie. The woman did this for minutes, staring and staring at Susan. Nobody around them acted like anything was going on. The mysterious woman picked up the coffee like Susan did and then started following every move Susan made. Then she was gone. There is a demon out there known as a mimic, which does exactly as its name. It mimics every move in every way around you to disturb yourself or whatever victim it chooses. Most of them can copy movements, visuals, expressions, and even voices. Some people have heard their own voices or the voices of people close to them used by these mimics. Was Susan a victim of a mimic in broad daylight in the middle of a store on an average Seattle day? Susan believes the entity was a demonic entity. When the minute stared, she could feel coldness in her heart starting to take over. For Northwest Phenomenon, I'm Jay Middleton. Thank you, Jay, for your weekly report. If you have a story you would like to share, call our Northwest Phenom hotline at 775-990-5151. If you have a story you would like for us to cover or share, let us know. Remember, all your information is confidential and only used so that we can contact you back. And if we used your story, we might even send you a prize. You're listening to Northwest Phenomenon with Mario Magana. Welcome back to Northwest Phenomenon. We're hanging out with uh, my new friend, uh, Krista Fain, I, I got to ask you now, I know we're not taking any calls today and you're like, dude, let's get the phone lines opened up. And, and I love to do that. Next time we get you on here, let's say, you know, we'll do. I'll be back. I would be, I would love to go on and answer questions. That's, that's what I do. So like, let's say, uh, I'm a caller like, Hey Chris, I'm Mario. I'm, uh, how old am I? I'm 43 years old now. Um, you're a puppy. I'm a what? You're still a puppy. Yeah. Uh, what's going on in my world? I mean, what do I got going on these days? Is that? A... I was gonna okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a perfectionist. You overanalyze things. You worry quite a bit. Your mind goes a mile a minute. That's okay. Uh, I would eat better if I was you, nutrition wise. You're you actually know about nutrition. You just don't take the time out to do it. Um, the show that you're doing, I think, is great. Yeah, I think you're going to get another show besides this, too, and it's going to go even bigger, so I'm happy for you. And you should get into hosting, and as far as, like, go, going from what we call this, what do you call radio, into more of a TV thing time down the line. So your life is going to be really your career, but you also love your family. You're very, very family-oriented, and you're, you're a softie at heart, really. Um, I don't really think you got a mean bone in your body, but as much as you overanalyze, I think I'd be really tired all day long. It's not a bad thing. It just looks tiring. <laughs> oh, man. Really tiring, in fact. You know. All right, so back to the phone lines we go uh, with. <laughs> I, I, I will say thank you for that quick little reading. But I know we were talking before the break. I was asking, and I know you talked about this, if you aren't listening earlier to the show, 
Chris was talking about how he just loves and gets the energy from the YouTube uh, subscribers and listeners and what viewers, but also how you've been able to help and your mom as well been able to help find uh, lost victims uh, in, in those cases. Can you give us an example of, uh, a, of, of a case that's, um, that's public knowledge that we can talk about that you helped or your mom helped that uh, really touched you? We have, well, my mom has been gone for about seven, eight years. Nothing yeah. really comes to mind as far as that. We, when we're working on a case with the FBI or the police department, things like that, it's kept pretty confidential. And the reason being for that is why what's being worked on, things like that, we're not really allowed to talk about it. Have we worked, have I worked with the police lately? Not recently, but I have done several, many cases. And my mother has done enormous amount of cases. And it's all about, you know, what we can come up with sometimes is a piece to the puzzle that helps it. And when you find someone, the families, the loved ones are, are so grateful, so loving, so caring. But a lot of times we don't necessarily want publicity for it. Right. And because the case could be going on and we're not allowed to be talking about that at the time. And even once things are found and things like that, there are certain things that people know that we help this and that and the other. We have families and things we got to, you know, so it's pretty much kept confidential. It's interesting because recently, um, I'm not sure if you pay attention to the Northwest, but the Green River Killer, who was f finally caught, um, they had um, a recently in the news, they had um, they identified a missing victim, someone between the ages of, uh, I think it was like 14 to 18, um, and they were able to reconstruct, they called her Jane Doe 17 or Bone 17, um, it, it's interesting because, you know, growing up in the Northwest here, uh, I was spooked out by, uh, you know, the Green River Killer because I, I thought I, I was next. You know, no, yeah. they, they never caught the guy. And um, in cases like that, to me, now, do you guys, I, I'm, I'm trying to ask, I guess, like, do you guys get like a snippet and that's when you guys go to like, to the authorities where you're like, you see a vision in regards to a case? Basically, or? Well, they, they would normally call us. Oh, okay. They would call Sylvia, basically. Call Sylvia, basically. Yeah. And they would go on, my mom would go on with one of the detectives, and they would be asking Sylvia this, that, and the other. And my mother would give them whatever she was coming up with, and they would use utilize that to help them with their case. It's so interesting to me because, you know, looking back in the day, watching, I just... Uh, and watching your stuff, I love, it's interesting how the two of you are in different mediums um, in regards to your mom being on, uh, you know, the tube traditionally, because that's where everybody was watching. And now, you know, you have this, the same platform just right in your own home. You don't even have to go to you know, the studio. You know, Mario, the thing that my mother always wanted, because at, towards the end with her COPD and her large heart, and she uh, had really bad hips, and she couldn't walk that well, she would say, Chrissy, I just wish I could help people. I just wish I could stay at home. I wish I was just so tired of the plane flights and the airports and the hotels. She just really wanted to just be home but work. And she just missed the social media thing came out, you know, just a couple of years later. My yeah. mom just missed it. That's what she always dreamed to help people and be able to work out of from the home and things like that. But if you look at the COVID thing, I mean, it's horrible that 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 it was even out. But if we try to find the positive here, 
I mean, we have a lot less smog because we've got a lot, a lot less people commuting. They don't have car payments. They don't have a car. They don't have gas. They don't have to pay for uh, lunches outside. They don't have to deal with executives and, and different types of egos at the thing. The companies don't have to deal with outrageous you know, rental spaces and things like this. If the person's sick, they're at home. They put the laptop on their stomach or the chest. They still work. The, the companies are finally getting a lot more work done. And people are finding that they don't have to have daycare. They don't have to commute to work, this and that. They're finding four, five, six hours more each and every day. It's 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 it's, it's awesome that way um, in my world. That's, that's a good side of it. Yeah. And then you get the other side where you got the person that owns one of those big skyscrapers and downtown new york that's got ten thousand vacancies then he's a billionaire going bankrupt because no one's renting a space i mean there's that side of it too yeah yeah for sure uh my in my, that world um i haven't missed a beat i've gone to uh you know i work in the media business so being in the backside as an engineer uh, outside of this radio show i mm. i've i've gone to work um most of the time if i wasn't you know, due to, you know, being constrained to making sure I wasn't infected with the, with the one niner. Um, I mean, it's yeah. just been, it's been just well, a my mom, Yeah, you did, you're, you're, you're going to see you the group right too. But my mom predicted this COVID it's in the end of days of her book and, and also prophecy of her book that she predicted this COVID. And when that happened, the phones rang at my office, like off the hook. Now I got about nine employees. Myself makes 10 to call back a couple hundred thousand people is a lot. Okay. Yeah. We just have to put like a mass email out there, but I love people. I love what people say. Chris, what are you doing? I'm going to go to work. Why? Cause I love what I do. Yeah. When I, you, when imagine being me for a second, every half an hour of my life, I step into a different world in a different place in different circumstances. How do you get tired of that? As much as I psychically read, I also learn along with the person and experience a lot along with the person. And nothing's going to happen on my time because I take this personal and I'm sensitive. And my clients are like my family and my friends. I mean, I go really deep into their life. And sometimes I want to give them something of my own personal thing because they're out there. Vulnerable. I'll tell them what's going on with my life. Right. It makes more of a commodity. Yeah. But I mean, it's, I, I, I would I could not see myself doing anything different than what I do. We're hanging out uh, with uh, Krista Fain. Uh, and you, where, where can people find you on the social handles? Where do you want to? Okay, you can, get, you can get a hold of me on my website. Worlds is chrisrightnow.com. And that's Chris Dufresne. I'll, and my Instagram is psychic Chris Dufresne. My YouTube is just Chris Dufresne. That's spelled C-H-R-I-S. D-U-F-R-E-S-N-E. Facebook is the Sylvia Brown Group. That's S-Y-L-V-I-A, Brown, B-R-O-W-N-E, Group. And um, now now is your pop still alive too, or is he gone as well? Your dad. Uh, my biological father never knew I was alive. Wow. Wow. And you know, my mother was going to go through exploratory surgery, and she hands me this phone number. And she says, Chrissy, I want you to know your dad's not your biological dad. He can't give you blood. Your blood brother's only your half-brother. And you can call him. And I knew I wanted to call, but I didn't want to call because I knew my mom wanted me all to herself. And so I had kids, and I think I'm going to find my dad. I'm going to get a PI. I'm just going to sit back, look at him in a restaurant. And I, that kind of went away for a little bit. And now, of course, he wouldn't be here any longer. He'd be too old. But um, 
I don't feel like I missed a beat with anything. My mother was a terrific mom and a dad. In fact, when Super Bowl Sunday goes on, my mom and I would think, let's go to Nordstrom's, let's split a Chinese chicken salad, and let's go get a manicure and pedicure because my mom raised me. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, I thank you for coming to hang out with us. And and like you said, I, I mean, I'd love to get some of our listeners to come through. And I was like, should we do it? Should we not take calls? I was like, you know what? Let's let's introduce you to to the you know Northwest Phenomenon family and all the listeners and have them come on. We, we've had. Mario, I'll come back on with you as much as you'll have me. Uh, hey, it, it, you know, it's an honor to have you on and we'd love to have you come back and hang out with us. You know, maybe we'll do once a quarter and come ha hang out and, you know, we'll have you're some time. You're, you're too kind. You you call me, I'll, I'm, I'm only a phone call away. I'll be there. I'll tell you what. And, and we'll do the we'll do the we'll do the salad. We'll do the salad together, you know, virtually. Okay. We'll do the chopped okay. salad. I can't do the nails because um, that would really just for me, I, I mean, unless I got someone in the studio. But, yeah, we could, you know, we can do all that and hang out i gotta before we go i want to make sure that we get we cover everything in here now what do you guys i know you guys are doing a lot of the stuff where you're taking some of your mom's archive stuff now where are is all that archive here's, stuff? Here's, here's the thing here's the thing i was sitting back like about a year and a half ago and people were saying to me i want closure of your mother some people didn't know my mom's going on eight years being passed away for god's sakes and they're missing my mom and i'm thinking what's wrong with my brain here i've got a warehouse Chuck to the gills, the rafters. My mom has videoed, audioed everything she's ever done in her whole entire life. So I'm going through getting this stuff, but Mario, it has to be digitalized, enhanced, edited. There's like five different stages it's got to go through right. before we can put it out. And that's what we're doing. And some of the stuff is like real to real beta and all this stuff. And normally the box I need is right in the middle on the bottom. And by the time I get out of the world, I'm sweating like I just got out of a bathtub for God's sakes. But I've got thousands and thousands and thousands of tapes and we're putting it up and we're putting it all on the YouTube channel. That's and why? Because it's going to help people. We're yeah. going to have our books up there. You push a button and read a book to you. We're going to have all of our shows up there. We're going to have a psychic development. We're going to have the hypnosis school up there. We're going to have, but you know, we're getting more technical people. I don't know this technical stuff. I'm learning as I go, but I'm meeting some really good people that know what they're doing and it's getting out faster. And uh, it's for the people we're going to, we're going to keep going with this until it's all out there because it enhances it and makes it new. I was worried about it sitting back in that warehouse, you know, melting or something. So yeah. it's going to good use, helping the people's the name of the, what's what it's all about. I'll have to talk to our uh, archiver over at the, uh, at the TV station. Please uh, help uh, me with this. Uh, uh, our archive guy, um, uh, Joe Wren, amazing guy. Uh, and maybe he'll even find some of the old Northwest. Uh, they, can, they can clean it up, you know, uh, and they get the crackles out and yeah. they do fantastic work, but I just didn't realize there was this entailing. You got to watch everything and do everything. That's right. And it took me the longest time to be able to like watch my mom in one of her lectures and things like that, because I just get so worked up, you know, yeah. and, and so, so emotional. Now I can finally, you know, I can do that, but it's going on eight years now too. And now I have her with me. So I don't feel like a misfit. For sure. I mean, uh, I was like, when I was younger, I was like, man, I would love to call Sylvia Brown. I'd love to be on Montel's show. Or you even... would have loved my mother so much. You would have sat with her. You would have called her mom when you're done, except you'd have to eat. Yeah. My mom would sit there and watch you eat. You'd have to eat. Now, if you're hungry, if you're not hungry, too bad. You're going to eat anyway. 
Uh, it sounds, I mean, that's it. Isn't that mostly everybody's mom? Well, I don't know, because some kids grew up as last key kids. But uh, it's funny because I did find a piece of video from Northwest uh, Afternoon. I almost said Northwest Phenomenon, but Northwest Afternoon here and locally on Channel 4. Uh, this TV show, the afternoon show that was played here locally from back in the day. And man, the hair you had back in the day, I mean, very quiet, <laughs> very quiet, chilled. Hey, I look like that mystery. Hey, some people want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, just go down and look at the guy that looks like Mr. Clean. That's me. Uh, <laughs> and, and you know what? I, I'm going to say probably much nicer than Mr. Clean, you know? He just looks like he's what just business, ready to clean all <laughs> But uh, I had so much hair in my day. I swear to God, you had so much hair. But I knew it was going to go because both sides didn't have it. So I knew I was going to, yeah. But again, so much fun to watch those videos with you. And I know they were, they would, you know, talk to you and you were very quiet. And, and, and I think what I was trying to get out of it was you weren't trying to disrespect your mom because your mom had the light. You were just, you kind of follow suit. You just, I mean, here's the thing it's, this is my mom's thing. She's the pioneer. She's the one that deserves all the credit. I'm the tool that's going to keep on working and helping to the best of my ability. But my mom deserves all the credit. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love people. I love my practice. Love I do. But my, if it wasn't for my mom, I wouldn't even be here. We all know this. So I'm very grateful to her. And my mom has helped so many people in life when she was here that I feel it's my duty and uh, to get my mom out there so she can keep on helping people. I'll tell you what, we're going to, um, we're going to have you back here and, uh, and we're going to, uh, we'll, we'll fast forward it. We're, we'll pick a date that works for you. And then um, we'll do a, you, pro- tell me, you tell me and I can make it happen. We'll make it happen. So we'll, we'll, I'll, my butt people will talk to your people, which is just me. Oh, and, okay. You know how that goes. So, um, but yeah, I, I thank you for coming on to hang out with us. And um, again, you touching so many people's lives also should take credit for what you do, the passion and love that you have for, for, for helping others. And, you know, thank you again for just, you know, you know coming on and hanging out with us this Mara, evening. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a good experience, but in my practice, I'll tell you, I'm the one that's honored. I'm the one that's privileged. I'm the one that's lucky to be able to look into a person's life, have the trust and love to give as much guidance as I can to help along their journey as being here. It's all my honor. On that note, you can find him on all of the social media links that we will have linked on the website and our podcast that will follow. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for coming to hang out with us this evening. Thank you, Mario. I'll see you again soon. Call we, me and we'll do the questions. We will. We'll do that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. If you would like to be a part of the show in the future, call the Northwest Phenom Hotline. It's 775-990-5151. And if you're like, why is it not a 206? If you missed it earlier, we were talking about it. I'll, I'll say it again. Look, we wanted to honor the godfather of Conspiracy Radio. Uh, the show would not exist if it wasn't for AB, Art Bell, a uh, big fan of arts. Really wanted to, uh, you know, do something in tribute to Art Bell. And uh, this was the best way that I thought we could honor him. Um, due to the fact that uh, we couldn't get ourselves a 206 number since we were running out of digits in regards to the 206 and they were going to give us a 564 number. And I, we, we used it for like a couple days and it just didn't inspire me. And I thought this would be an, a cool way to honor Art Bell. So 
Uh, we were able to get the number out of Pahrump, Nevada, where Art lived, uh, 775. And then 990 just came pretty easy as an, uh, a cool, easy prefix. We tried to get Art, a combination of Art or Bell, in the phone number, but unfortunately, we were not able to do that. So we ended up going with uh, the next best thing was 5151 after Area 51. Subscribe to the podcast. It's free to join. It's free. It's available on all the platforms, iHeart, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher. So all you got to do is search Northwest Phenomenon. We'd love to have you uh, listen to the podcast on demand, all right? Uh, From the Pacific Northwest, I'd like to thank you for listening tonight. I'd like to thank our guest, Chris Defane, for hanging out with us this evening. Uh, Our affiliates, KOSW, KGRG, and KAPY. Very much thank you so much. For my entire staff, Jay Middleton, Jeff Jens, Sophia Magania, and myself, Mario Magania, remember to look up at the sky because you never know what you might see. Good night. You're listening to Northwest Phenomenon with Mario Magana.